the Harvard Media News Center, the locker room news. Just three years after the city rolled out an electric bus fleet, more than half of those buses are no longer being used. So in 2020, the city paid $60 million for the buses, paying $1 million per bus. It's just, um, there's about 1,000 buses in, in the fleet, so it's a small percentage, but $60 million. His transit union said they faced numerous mechanical issues, battery problems, missing parts, and the biggest problem is nobody can drive them. Um, the configuration is means that most drivers can't fit behind the wheel. If you're small or if you're large, it's impossible for you to drive. Um, just where the wheel is, the way the cab is set up, you have to be completely average to drive it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Hilarious. The company that built the buses has now filed for bankruptcy, meaning um, ETS will not have access to parts for those buses. So, awesome. Have you ever been in those electric buses? They're so loud. Like, whenever they hit a bump, it sounds like it's going to fall apart. Like, everything, well, all the windows shake. Like, it's, I, I don't, it's insane. I haven't been in these ones, but... I've never been in one. In Vancouver, I took the bus all the time, and they have the overhead power lines. That they yeah, have electric the, buses, but they have the lines overhead, and they the look great. Trolley buses or whatever. No, they're not trolleys, but they just I have... I think they call them trolley buses, Grant. We, but but we, they're, like, they're we used to have streetcars here in Edmonton, right, that were powered like that, and then they took them down, and that's why they wanted these electric buses. Yeah. they were like, oh, let's do something again, but yeah. Well, again, it, it, it just proves our point about the lack of foresight for... And, and this might have been the last city council, so we can't necessarily hang it on. 2020, yeah, so that would have been like the last thing they did. Would have been the last thing they did, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think they've been two years ago, I think it was the last election. But this is typical of the types of decisions that um, our city council has generally made. I, I put a never post... Never be the first to get technology. No. It's like, never, never, when they release a new iPhone, you don't go out and buy it right away because there's going to be problems you're, or whatever. You're right. Right? When they get a new Xbox, the ring, you're gonna, it's going to die on you. This Edmonton was the first ones to buy these buses. Of course we were. <laughs> of course. That is the least surprising thing that I will That's hear today. That's what I read was this. Probably this year. This technology that they use where they drive into the garage and then they hook into the charger overhead. I guess yeah. it's like we were the first ones to get it. So. Yeah, that does not surprise me. Uh, again, I I posted this, and I'm going to continue to harp on this um, without having a seizure, hopefully, that we really do need a massive overhaul change of leadership in, in this city. It is, uh, it's, it's not good. We, the problem is, is I'm not sure we have people that can step in and replace the, the people that we need to replace the ones that are there right now. I don't know if they're necessarily in the wings because it's not an easy gig. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a tough thing to make a decision to jump into local politics. There's um, not a I lot of people that want to do it. Wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. So, um, we might be stuck with this type of uh, council for quite some time. Um, yeah, but, and people, you have to vote. You have to, you have to let the people that are there, they have to be scared about the possibility of losing their jobs so that they stop making bullshit decisions like this. Yeah. That's, that's another way of, of, of actually impacting change. We might not get the, the council we need to effectively make the changes we need to make. But what we should be doing is people 
the majority of people that don't vote, which is all of us, if we're being honest, mm -hmm. we should all, I'll admit, I think I can count on one hand how many times I've voted in civic elections. It's not a popular thing to do. So it's a very small percentage of the audience, right, of, of, yeah. the, of the demographic in a city. And, and I said this yesterday, take a picture in your mind right now of the guy that you think votes in civic elections. You're probably pretty close. That's who they're catering to. Yeah. <laughs> and he rode to the, the polling station on a bike he made himself. Loves craft beer. <laughs> Loves craft beer, probably has a beard, and he wants to save the planet. <laughs> okay. We need to make sure that people, like average people that pay property taxes, that live in this city, that need decisions to be made properly, vote and will scare the living hell out of the people that are there because they're going to worry about their jobs. There's a reason why that counselor didn't get back to me. As you would. I mean, the when I when I told him, I said, listen, you need you guys are you guys are doing damage to this city. He did not respond because he knows he knows he is. Mm -hmm. They're worried and they need to be worried. Yeah. And the only way to keep them worried is to vote. You got to vote in these uh, in these civic elections. I'm sorry. You have to make time. The thing is, though, is it so that includes many, you because the person I've, in your neck of the woods is one of the worst. I vote for everything. I've voted. I've federal, provincial, city. Did you? Okay. Good. Yes, I always vote. All right, That's, be a Jimmy. <laughs> but but the thing is, though, is a lot of people don't because they're oh the person I want isn't going to get in anyway. You can't go in thinking like that. No, 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 no. And what I'll do that's is the problem is I'm going to make think that way. I decided this uh, last year. Um, I'm going to. I made a concerted effort. I'm going to make a concerted effort to try to find people that will be fiscally responsible, and I'll get the word out about those people on this show. Well, so the one thing I noticed about voting in the city, though, is it's very hard to find out who you're voting for. That's that's the last big time part I went it. to vote. I was like, oh, I don't know any of these any people. of these people. Yeah, I don't know anything about them. But we'll we'll dig up some information about the people that are running, and and if we can get some people that are actually like. Because the guy anyway, in my neck of the woods is Andrew Knack, and I've voted against him every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. I haven't got a lot to look forward to in my life, so <laughs> that's depressing. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> so <laughs> when Grant, during Chicken News this week, announces to the world that KFC in Canada is doing a two-for-one bucket deal, yeah, um, I. <sighs> My whole that's my whole you, week. You I planned the my whole weekend around chicken. I was we were going to have chicken today. Yesterday was the day to go and pull mm -hmm. the pin because it was the first day that you could get it. So I got the app. Um, I before I left work, we had a little meeting here at work with the boss. Yeah, I put in an order, hit send, and then I headed off to the KFC at South Common. And then you had to go into the KFC in the in the the food court there. I walked up. I said, "I'm here That's to pick okay. up my chicken." And she goes, "What? We have no order for you, sir." And and I said, "Well, can you double check? I put the order in through my app." Yeah. And she goes, "It's not here. It's I'm telling you, it would show up right here." And so I showed her the address on the phone, and I showed her the app, and she goes, "That's the store. That y your order's not here. Go try again." <laughs> so I sat down at the at the uh, on the the wood chairs and I signed Punched back into in the again. app. 
I, I tried to, to put in an order, and then it, it popped up when I said place the order. It pops up. Something is wrong. So I went back up, and I'm at, I, I walked up to her. They're, they're not very busy. It's like 11 o'clock, right? Yeah. And I said, hey, I, like, this thing's not working for me. Like, I, I showed her. I said, I'm trying to order the, 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 the two buckets. I want two buckets yeah, of tan. Bogo. The BOGO sale, right, for the, for the Black Friday, the KFC deal. She goes, I'm sorry, sir. It, I, I can't do anything for you. It, it's not, we don't have the order. I said, well, there might be something wrong with the app. She goes, no, because that kid, and there was a kid standing there waiting for it. He got it. It worked for Maybe him. Maybe talk to him. So I went back. I said, okay, well, I'll try again. So I sign out, sign back in. I try to order it. As, he com- as I'm trying to order, he comes over and he says, maybe try getting out of 5G and, and log into the Wi-Fi oh, at the mall. And the I 5G said, is, is maybe screwing it up somehow. Yeah. So I said, okay, that's good advice. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really want my damn chicken. <laughs> so I... I, I, I Go through all the steps of logging into the damn Wi-Fi for the mall. I go in, and I I try to order again. Same thing, Still. same error. Something is wrong. So I walk up, and I said to the lady, I said, can I just get the chicken? I'll pay for it. Ring it in. Sorry, sir, I can't help you. So I turned around and walked away. I got screwed by KFC. Damn you, the, Colonel Sanders. The moral of this story do as Jimmy does. I got the chicken yesterday by doing it on Skip. The first time I've done Skip in two months. So you, did you bring some in for Grant and I? No. I just got I'd, I wow. got the, I got the six-piece buckets. I didn't get the ten-piece. I got the two smaller buckets. And you didn't think? that I, I didn't would've... think about it because, you know, I take the bus for like an hour and, you know, I didn't want it to get warm for you guys. So, you know, I didn't, didn't want, want to give... the chicken I didn't, to get I, warm? I didn't, want, I didn't want you guys to get food poisoning <laughs> from, honest, from my probably, food. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would have... <laughs> I know KFC cooked it and everything, but something would happen to that chicken in your apartment. <laughs> Things attached to it. does have a good point. I'm still <laughs> angry at you, though. So I go home and my wife goes, where's my chicken? So she informs me that this might be user error. <laughs> <laughs> so she is not on, on my side. She's on KFC's She's on side. Team Locke is an idiot with technology. If, if a teenager can do it, you should be able to. Oh, I can't believe you didn't bring chicken in. What's wrong with you? And now, the locker room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. Okay, so uh, in December, December 5th, uh, Disney is releasing its uh, Disturbance in the Force. It's actually a documentary on what went wrong with the holiday special back in seven, uh, 77. Okay. Or it was released in 78, but it was a when horrible... Did- a New Hope come out, 77. 77, okay. Because it was so huge, uh, George Lucas said, hey, let's do a holiday special. Let's do a Christmas thing, okay. And it wasn't Christmas, it was a holiday special, because it was called Life Day. They don't not, have Christmas they don't, in space. They, no, it's called Life Day. <laughs> Baby like, Jesus was not born on Tatooine. <laughs> Tatooine. 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 
All right. Um, Thanks for so, the correction, Jimmy. No problem. That's what I'm here for. Grant, do better. Yeah, do better. <laughs> I did that uh, on so, purpose. So, so what it, it. Uh, what happened? What, make a long story short, it was kind of a musical. They had uh, the Jefferson Starship singing a couple of uh, songs. Might have been their Carrie first Fisher. Carrie Fisher even sang. Oh, wow. It was horrible. And so, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So what, so what this document... Okay. Let me ask you a question about... Because a lot of people might not know about the the Star Wars holiday special from the late 70s. So the movie came out. It's a huge success. George Lucas goes, let's do a holiday special. Was it was it a musical? It, there, it was... Kind of, yes. Like, there was singing throughout a B. Arthur. Remember one of the Golden Girls? She sang a what song. What the hell? Yeah. Wasn't it? It was the first time Boba Fett ever made an appearance, too, right? That was what yes, I was he reading. made a brief appearance. Because he hadn't been in the movies yet. It was in between. They did it before they were Empire filming Strikes next. Back. Yeah, okay. And so they, everyone's like, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> Boba Fett. How involved was George Lucas? Because normally it was was, he ran he ran the whole thing. It was his ship. Okay. So and it was ran on TV. It had over I think it was six million viewers. So it was a live thing too. It was live on TV. I've seen clips of it. It looked horrible. It looked like a debacle. But so what this is the disturbance in the force is sort of a documentary. What uh, the reason behind it? And all that kind of stuff. All so right. it's uh, a lot of super fans are part of it. So uh, what's his name? Kevin Smith, ah, uh, okay. Weird Al Yankovic, uh, Donny Osmond. <laughs> uh, wow! Like, like there's they're a part of the documentary. They're part of the documentary. So they're talking Was about Weird Al in the original. No. Oh, okay, but again, super fan, and he's and. He's known for parodies. This was kind of a parody-ish. I'd like to watch it. But yeah, I'll, it's, to, I'll it's, watch it. Like, it's probably going to be trailer, interesting. I have the trailer running right now, and stormtroopers are dancing. Okay, I'm going to go watch the trailer. Um, and when is this coming out? It's on Disney Plus. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be released on uh, Blu-ray and digital. What? It's not on Disney Plus right away. I don't think. Okay. But they're saying All digital. Right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. I'm sure you'll let us know as soon as it's out. Yeah. George Lucas it looks is an interesting idiot with that. Like, come on, let it go, George. <laughs> the world streams. No, no, this... We all stream. No, that's this is George. Him and his, everybody's got to buy it. I want a hard copy of it. That's, He's that's, not part of Star Wars anymore. It's uh, Disney. Disney but, is that way. No. They're all about the uh, the Benjamins, man. Yeah, but this is, maybe that's this, uh, what it is. Because George maybe, Lucas has no say over how Star Wars crazy anymore. Star Wars he lost been. all rights when he sold it I for mean, it could be also billion. Disney might not be involved in it. This is George Lucas. Oh no, he might not be involved in it either. Like people can make documentaries about things and not be from Disney or. Um, yeah, you got a good point. Yeah. The locker room only on cruise. There's another viral story about um, some crazy, like, pi- like a, a passenger on an airplane. So she stands up, and I, I don't know what that that what was the cause of her her angst but she got up and decided to squat and pee and relieve herself in the <laughs> aisle and um I, again i didn't read the whole story i she don't was care. upset that she was required to sit in her assigned seat and uh did that yeah. anyway uh, yeah 
I see these stories now once 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 every couple of months one of these things goes viral and we always have the conversation like when did this start like mm-hmm. when when did we start losing our minds on planes it seems to be a growing thing and grant suggested i remember you a couple years ago saying that um it's when they started doing the discount airlines. Oh, 100%. As soon as they started making it so everyone could get on a plane, I mean... Those people I used to, to take the bus. It, but those people used to be on the Greyhound with Jimmy. Yeah. And now these, these crazy people are getting on planes and not reacting well <laughs> to it a lot of times. And there's a lot of feces involved. Yeah. 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 So my thought was when I saw this story... If you're on a plane, how are you reacting? Because I think that's the next step in this. I think the the airlines can only do so much. I think the next step is to actually start to do something as passengers. We have to step up as citizens of the world and do something. So, I mean, listen, I'm not suggesting we come up with any ideas, but would you be able to speak out or do anything if somebody did something like this? Because I got to be honest. Depends how close I am to it. I don't think I could. Depends how close I am to it. If I'm sitting near where they are about to dump on the floor or whatever, I'm, I'll probably say something like, get away from me. But if I'm not near it, I'm just going to ignore it, whatever. Yeah. <sighs> Like that guy that was... You're not saying anything. You're, yeah, Jimmy's not I, saying anything. I don't know. It kind of depends. If it's a big guy doing it, I'm not saying a damn word. But if it looks like someone that can't use, uh, use me themselves. for bullying... <laughs> um, you might say something? I might say something. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you would. I... You wouldn't say Yeah, anything. you're not that guy. You're, I, you're not a conflict guy. <laughs> you like to I love you, Jimmy. think you are sometimes, but you're not. Neither am I. Uh, I'm not either. I, I, <laughs> like, I would, for example, the guy when we flew back from Antigua, and there was that guy that was horrible smelling. Like, no not just bad. Like, like may, enough to make you sick. Like, it was disgusting. Like, not Jimmy smelly. Even no, worse. Like, uh, even worse. Like, yeah. Like, horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah. Times. None of us said anything. No. He was sitting right next to Jimmy and I. Yeah. No, yeah. he was like... He uh, was like two rows at, above us to uh, the yeah. right. But we oh, didn't say anything. Like, they, were giving, they were giving the yeah, other... This gave people masks to wear to I'd try like to cover the smell. to think that I'm the guy that says something, and I'd like to be the guy that would do something on the plane. I just don't know if I would. Like if yeah. if she was maybe close to me. Again, if I if, there, if I was going to get splashed on or something. And she pulls her yeah. pulls her uh dolphin shorts down to take a leak in front of me. I don't know, maybe if I could get a foot loose and I could kick her in the chest and knock her down. <laughs> knock her in first class. <laughs> I, I that's what I think the next step is. Is yeah. that when you see this kind of nonsense on the plane, we as citizens of the world need to step up and do something. And I'm not against well, violence the, in some of these situations. Where'd all the 9-11 air marshals go? Yeah, after what, 9-11, there was what, all the guys with guns on the planes. Where, where are they at? We need to bring that back. Yeah. yeah. Taser them. Do something. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. And stuff a cruise-er. 
There we go. I'm showing a picture right now of um, the QR code that will scan your phone with when you come down with a food donation or cash donation for the Edmonton Food Bank. I wonder okay. if people can just scan that video and then enter in without coming now. I didn't think of that. Let's not post that. We won't post that video. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Uh, Yes, this is for the Edmonton Food Bank, obviously, and a chance to win. What if I keep it moving? Metallica. (laughs) They can't pause it. (laughs) All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, we won't release the video. We got cameras in here, and you'll see video of us doing uh, our show here on occasion. Um, on social media. So today, you can come down now. Just text us. Yeah. If you hear us on the show if and you you're. Come make a donation. Yeah. If you want to make a donation, and we're doing this all next week as well Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday morning at 9 a.m., we'll um, give away the Metallica tickets for the show next summer. Okay. So every donation, if you come down and donate, you'll get. Entered and if, in to win, and if you if you come down every day and donate something, I'll I'll put yeah, you in the enter, draw every entering. day. Let's do it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is awesome. We're trying to get some food for the food bank. They are desperate right now. Yeah. Um. It's it's never been used more. The Edmonton all all the food banks and the Edmonton food. They're bank getting absolutely hammered. Yeah. I, I sent a note to my friend, and um, he said it's it's dire. It, it is. Yeah. It's complete dire straits right now for for the Edmonton Food Bank. You know they can't believe it. They um they their numbers are are going up like mm-hmm. like exponentially every year, and the there's more and more people that are um, in need in this city, and it's it's not getting better. So we're trying to do our small part here with this stuff a cruise er. So come by at any point. Uh, during business hours, or if you hear us on, you can pop in. Like we're usually here by uh, just after 5 a.m. And if you somehow find a way of getting a hold of us through text or something like that, and you want to pop up, we'll get you into the draw. And then we'll just we've got a bunch of boxes from the Edmonton Food Bank. Let's fill these up and um, and do that all next week. What did you want to say, Jimmy? The thing is, is like every year we hear from the food bank, and they say, you know, we're in a really hard space. It's getting worse and worse every year. And it's a growing concern with the food bank and the, down, the amount of homeless people and the yeah. amount of people that need food, especially with groceries going up. Yeah, it's not even homeless anymore. It's people it's, working full-time jobs that still mm-hmm. can't afford to feed the families. Yeah, and, yeah. So yeah. I went down for a tour last weekend when I went down to get the boxes. My buddy Buck works down there, and um, he took me for a quick little run, and he was saying when he was there last year, because he's been there a year now, he said all these shelves were full. Yep. And he said, um, and not only that, yeah, I, I, I'm shocked at how many people they had down there volunteering. They had hundreds mm-hmm. of people. This is a great city. We take care of our own, and this is just our very small part in in helping out. Um, and uh, like I said, we're putting up a, a chance for you to win a pair of Metallica tickets for this. And so our address is 5241 Calgary Trail. If you come down to the radio station um, early, we got to come down and get you. So we'll just send Jimmy down because the elevators don't start working until when? 7, 7.30, something like that? Uh, just if you're early, yeah, yeah, just you can just us. text in and I'll come down and let you up. All right. Um, if you're here during business hours, just come up to the seventh floor. If that door is, is closed for whatever reason, mm-hmm. just give it a knock and somebody will come and uh, and, and we'll let you in. We'll, we'll, and there's uh, also a phone number on the door you can call that's as good well. Work. Excellent. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, let's let's do what we can. I think the last time we did something like this was a couple of years ago when we managed to fill half of this damn control room with food donations. So I'd like to see if we can match that again this time around. And again, it's a good little prize. It's Metallica tickets. And it'll only take you a second to get in the draw. We do... Um, we are taking cash donations as well. Yeah. Um, the food donations are preferable, um, but if you um, don't have time to stop and grab something, you can bring cash as well. Food for us, just it's it's just easier for us to fill the boxes than it is to keep track of all the cash coming in. But um, but we'll take whatever the hell you want. Like if you come down here with a twenty, yeah. we'll get you into the draw. All right. The locker room presents the Grant Report, brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies, supply the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. Dream job alert. Dream job alert. Do you consider yourself a fun person? Because, boy, do I have the job for you. The city of Ottawa has long been known as a boring place. The no-fun city, people call it. (laughs) So they are actually hiring someone right now to work for the city to become the nightlife commissioner. (laughs) Your job Uh. is to make Ottawa fun in hopes that young people will move there. (laughs) It's an actual job. It's a great-paying job, and it is so easy. How do we make things more fun? Booze. (laughs) (laughs) Make booze cheap again. 25 cent cup of beer nights, 10 cent wing nights. Oh my God. Pony jugs. Bring it all back. Bring it back. Hire me. We're bringing all that back. I guarantee you, your city will be fun. You got the job. Young people will move there again. That's not what they'll do, though. They won't hire someone like that. They're not going to hire someone whose whole proposal is pony jugs. <laughs> Instead, they're going to hire someone who will have a plan about uh, board game nights on Tuesdays and scavenger hunts every Saturday, and we'll have lots of icebreaker games. Everyone loves those. How about a fun run? Maybe we'll do a fun run. <laughs> Nobody wants that. They want cheap booze and late night donairs. <laughs> And if you want to make things really fun, you really want to turn up the fun, Ottawa, let people smoke inside again. <laughs> Consider this my application to make your city fun again. The Grant Report is brought to you by our Black Friday promo code on our locker room merchandise. Active. Use the code TAINT to save 10%. Text us now for the link to shop. Listening to the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and Cinnamon Jimmy. Okay, so I found this article. I didn't look at the article. It's, if a man has these 10 qualities, never let him go. So I thought we could turn this into a little bit of a locker room competition. Between we'll the keep, three of us. We'll keep score. Who has the so, most of these? Who has the most? So Grant, you're going to read them, yep. and then we'll all decide individually if we actually, be honest, if we actually have that attribute. So this is, I think it has something to do with relationships, yeah. So, so if you meet a woman, then, and so this is for ladies, like if they... It says, ladies, if a man has these 10 qualities, hold on to him, date him. Um, he's, he's a keeper. Okay. Number right. one, he's not concerned about looking manly. Okay, well, that's all three of us. Yeah, I was going to say, because so we do hide our emotions. So that, that was in, that was like, no, 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 that was included in looking manly. Do they hide their emotions? We do hide those, but I, the other things we're not concerned about... Around women, I don't. <laughs> what? You don't hide your emotions? As much. No. Like, I've, I've, you know, I've 
You're an oversharer. By yeah. the way, we're going to need you to contribute um, just marginally to this because we have 10 items. So <laughs> okay, I don't sorry. want to be here till sorry. noon. Number two, okay. he lets you be. He lets you be. So it says he doesn't make any comments about how you dress or do your makeup. That, I get, uh, anything I get like that. that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Okay, that's... that's I'd, of us. I'd do that. Although Jimmy has made comments about my wife when he's drunk. I don't like your nose ring. I would never date someone was, with a nose uh, ring. I was so really doesn't get that one. That one. Okay. <laughs> I'd never date someone with a All nose right, ring. Number three. Three. He's a good friend. Think we're good friends? I think I'm a good friend to yeah. my wife. I think all three of us would be good friends. That. Jimmy would be a good friend yeah. to a, to a, to a potential partner. All right. Four. He's a good communicator. No, not me. <laughs> Don't put me on that one. I don't get that one. I think what I, my wife has said to me out loud, um, you're not getting that. You're even remotely questioning it. I communicate. No, you're not. Could we you're some an awful communicator. Just not with you two. You because live in your own bubble. Just with you two because my I, God, I can't believe, I knew this would annoy me. Yeah. Hey, we're not getting so that one. None What's of us get that five? one. Number five. My wife said once to me, you're the worst communicator I've ever met. I get a lot of, are you going to contribute to this conversation? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> Number five, he's supportive of your hobbies. I'm totally. Yeah, supportive. I am. I think, go do your hobbies. Go, go. Jimmy would definitely be. Yeah. yeah. He was, he's trying to look for balance while he's doing his Star Wars like Legos. Yeah. So he's going to want her to have her own hobbies. Number six, he doesn't badmouth his exes. None of I, us really have any exes. I've never had an ex. <laughs> uh, me neither. Wow. I'm so glad we we're met all, each other. We're eh? all keepers. <laughs> Number seven, he doesn't need much to be happy. That's me. Yeah, we're all pretty simple. Yeah. We're all yeah. simple folk. I mean, I just did a whole grant report about all we need is booze to make things fun. Yeah. Number eight, he's kind towards everyone. So they I, said he treats the janitor and the garbage man with respect. I would say yes. You, you get that. I can be an asshole, but I'm yeah, generally yeah. kind unless you but deserve if you're it. Talking Do I get to, it? If you just, yeah. Okay, it, this so is I like, I think this is like if you, you're nice to the server when they come to the table. Yeah, yeah. we're and, all that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jimmy, you're definitely oh, that yeah, guy. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Number nine, he can admit fault without making you feel guilty. I don't get that one. <laughs> I don't get that one either. <laughs> Why are we so similar? <laughs> I don't get that one either. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Jimmy's everything is Jimmy just everything's me. Lockwood's fault. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, what's our oh, number more? ten? He appreciates and reciprocates the little things that you do. He notices when you're well dressed. He compliments you for it. If you tell him you miss him, he tells you he misses you more. I probably would get a different answer from my wife, but I have I was not good at that at the beginning of the relationship. Mm. I've learned to be better. Of I've learned to be more present in the relationship over time, um, but that also there's less distractions in the house. There's a lot less noise with the kids gone. Right. So now I can focus more on my wife. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd, I'd say I can be bad at that when we're like kids are screaming and. But I bet you if my wife is listening right now, she's yelling at the radio. You don't get that one. <laughs> when was the last time you cuddled me? <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, would he? I don't know. I. You would smother a woman. I'll give I, you that one. Yeah. I compliment the yeah, yeah. most women. Well, and he does it. He does they, it creepily at work. The term I keep um, seeing is: there's two types of boyfriends that girls get: either a German Shepherd or a Golden Retriever. Jimmy <laughs> yeah. would be a Golden Retriever. 
Okay, hold on. What did we get out of 10? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. I got 7. Grant got 7. And Jimmy, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Holy... We're 7s across the board. I love it. This is a show We're of all keepers. Keepers, everyone. <laughs> From the Harvard Media News Center, the locker room news. The province admitted yesterday that in some places in Alberta, photo radar is being used as a cash cow. What? This admission what? comes after spending the last four years looking into automated traffic enforcement. Both Ray Gibbon Drive and the Henday uh, in the Northwest were identified as fishing holes, saying about 6,000 tickets are issued in that one spot a year, generating $800,000 in revenue just in one spot. I they were doing it to save our lives. Because of that, photo radar has been banned on ring roads in both Calgary and Edmonton. Oh, my God. Meaning December 1st, there will be no photo radar on the Henday. That's awesome. Over the next year, the province says they will work. Let with, her rip. They will work with the city to identify fishing hole locations where there is no clear safety reason for photo radar. Uh, Edmonton can select from 22 high-risk areas, um, like schools, playgrounds, or construction zones, to redeploy the radar that was previously being used on the. Henry. You know what I like about this um, is that. That whole thing that they did, where they were like, all these politicians were stepping up to the stump and going, listen, we're doing it to to make this community safe. Well, it backfired on them because then everyone went, okay, if you're going to make it safe, then you need to prove that photo radar is actually making that area safer. Show us us the stats. And they couldn't because they couldn't show a decrease in the accidents in the areas that they were actually putting photo radar on. Yeah. So what ended up happening was it that turned around and bit them in the ass. Yeah. Well, and it. also they had to say, okay, if it's for safety, you have to make the photo radar cars visible. You can't hide them. Yeah. And so now you got these bright <laughs> yellow cars with flags and you can see them from a mile away. <laughs> I'm I'm a fan of this. <laughs> I, I'm not encouraging people to speed. We shouldn't encourage people no. to speed. Please drive safely. But I, I the, the the thing that drove me nuts about the photo radar was the hypocrisy of them saying it wasn't for cash. Yeah. It was. It was a cash cow. It yeah. was another tax on the... Because there are people out there, I'm sorry, and you're probably... You might be one of them driving around right now. Photo radar doesn't slow you down. You, you speed and you just pay the your only, tickets every year. The only place I'm cool with it is school zones. I don't hate it in school yeah, zones. Yeah, whatever. You should be going 30 in a school zone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's good news. I'm glad. When we need to applaud this. Yeah. When there's actually well common sense from the public officials, we need to applaud you it. You know who started this? Randy Kenny. Thank you, Randy Kenny. Yeah, I miss him. I miss him. He's working for the power company now. <laughs> what the hell box is Jimmy in? It's our last round. Oh, this All is right. it. The boxes will be filled up with uh, food donations. That's here why we had sort. these big boxes in the studio. It's for our food drive. Yeah. Metallica tickets. And we turned it into a contest to yeah. win cash and prizes. We thought, so, hey, we could fit Jimmy in those boxes. <laughs> perfectly, actually. 780-989-0957. Hey, that's a good point. Hmm. If he fits into one of those boxes, and he's 150 pounds, yeah. we, we, we're able to get 150 pounds per box. I guess so. What? 136 now, he says. You're 136? Before or after morning, poo? <laughs> All right, 780-989-0957. What box is Jimmy in? One, 
two, three, four, or five. And now, Nerd News with James P. White, the first. So, this has gone on for a while since early October. There's been the rumor, and it was released by Sean Levy, the director of Deadpool 3, that Taylor Swift will be making a an appearance on Deadpool it's 3. It's They're all dancing around it. Like, so... He, oh, marketing. Ryan Reynolds is yeah. so smart. Oh, my God. He's so brilliant. He's so smart. Because the director hinted at it, and uh, Ryan Reynolds did an interview, and he was dancing around it. Oh, it would be awesome if she was part of it. it. She'd be a great dazzler. Well, she was a great actress in that Cats movie, right? So. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> she played a great cat. Cat, wasn't um, she? And you know when it started? It started when they all went to that... Um, that, football game. that football game in October. Chiefs and, they, and the Jets. And and Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman was walking with them, right? Remember <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. But but uh, one of the reasons why it's still floating around is, and why it's very believable, is Taylor Swift and Blake Lively are like best friends. They hang out. That's uh, Ryan Reynolds' wife. Yeah. So uh, when Ryan Reynolds was asked, he was dancing around it saying, oh, it would be great. I'm thinking that she might Do you think she's just, in a grant? I bet she'll make an appearance. At, at he had least like, a cameo. Remember in the last one when he put together his X-Force and he had like some kind of cameos in that and Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. What's his name? Was played the, the ordinary man <laughs> that wanted to join. So, oh, so who is that actor? Uh, Rob Delaney. Rob Delaney. Yeah. That was very funny. So the, the ones that have been confirmed are Deadpool, Wolverine, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, Yukio, uh, Colossus, Electra, Dogpool. <laughs> Wait, are these real? This is no. These are all characters that it's, from Deadpool. Oh my! From you know, he's, Dead, I, I saw this last Grant. Yes. He's not kidding. And and there also there is a rumor that uh, Channing Tatum will be there as Gambit. Oh, come on, really? Get out of here! So, but they're keeping it very secretive. No, they're not. No, they're it, leaking this stuff the, so that we talk is, about it. The thing it, is, so though, is they're not confirming anything because that's a Disney thing. They don't confirm anything. They have the all these rumors say. thrown it's, out. It, I'm with Grant. This is brilliant. Mm-hmm. It, he's totally. They're stringing everybody along. Yeah, she probably it, will make an appearance. I mean, he right, kind of did seconds. the same thing with Huge Jackman. Yeah, for years he kept like teasing that they were going to do this, and then finally Hugh was like, "All right, I'll do it." On Sunday, and they knew I'll they were doing the, it. Way ahead throw it the sideburns again. This movie is not, uh, you know, hitting the theaters until uh, July of next year, so... Dr. X is going to be in it. It's like, yeah. Professor X. Yeah. The guy in the wheelchair? Yeah. But he made a kind of half-ass appearance in one of the other ones when he opened up a door in the thing. This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. If you get a minute today, um, please go retweet Grant's tweet. I just retweeted it. Grant the Johnson on on X. Yeah. Twitter. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. I'll. You're you're not good at change of names. No, I'm not good at change at all. This was uh, Jason Lazat's idea. He texted in that maybe Reynolds, Ra- Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds, should buy the Elks. Yeah. Um, and and I, uh, Rob McElhaney from. So uh, I jumped on that. Yeah, and I s- tweeted them and said you should buy the Elks. Yeah. I'll be the anthem singer. Rob McElhaney. 
Ryan Reynolds, because they bought the Wrexham soccer team and have done amazing things with it. Imagine yeah. if they bought a CFL team. They got promoted last year. And Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. Yeah, yeah. They'll be in the... And he tried to buy the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. If you, you know try to buy the Ottawa Senators, why not the Edmonton Elks? You know who might join in with him is Will Ferrell. Remember at the Super Bowl last year when Will Ferrell was wearing BC Lions gear to troll Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Very funny. Um, I just finished watching Welcome to Wrexham season two. They got approved for season three, so they'll be rolling cameras on their, um, what do you call it when you get bumped up into the next league? The um, promotion. Yeah, promotion. Because so, they, they won last yeah. year. So. I love that show. And I'm not a soccer fan, which is which is interesting. You're going to be. You love Ted Lasso. I know. You, I you like these soccer love shows. Welcome to Wrexham. You're going to be... You're going to be... Uh, Wearing a kit soon, supporting Twitty. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, if you're on Twitter, please go retweet that. That's uh, That just got sent out. See if we can't get their attention. Uh, I, I think that's brilliant. Good work, Jason. The Locker Room. This is kind of worth mentioning, considering the... Um, the fact that we're closing in on Christmas, lots of Christmas baking and stuff like that. I guess one of the Rogers plants yeah. that makes sugar is on strike. The refinery in Vancouver went on strike, and so there's a How sugar shortage. Um, they went on strike September 28th, and so it's kind of supply chain is we're dwindling, just... right? The supply they had built up. And I mean, us here in the media, we don't help. We're scaring people. They're going to go buy 18 bags of sugar. Yeah. And then okay, just so left. people know, if it's the Vancouver plant, it's cane sugar. It's not your your white sugar that you use for your coffee. It's, it's cane sugar because they do cane because the... Rogers Sugar Plant oh, in Tabor. Sugar. They say uh, it's but just it's, your normal sugar that you use for bacon. Granulated white sugar. Then there should what they said because that's cane sugar there because <laughs> because in Tabor they do beet sugar that's your white sugar. I you know every day I, I get up hilarious. and I thank God that we have an expert on sugar production. Yeah, sugar production. What are you talking about? Rogers Sugar have three plants. Right. They have What's one in Vancouver, one in Tabor. Then why Listen, in why, Montreal? Why is because, everyone running because out of it's white sugar? sugar? It's not white. Sh- it can't be white sugar because that's produced in Tabor. But it is. It is. It's beet sugar is done in Tabor. What? This is, you're not making any sense right now. All this story is is that there's a white sugar, refined sugar that you buy to put in your coffee, that you buy for baking. It's not on the shelves because of a strike in Vancouver. That Jimmy's going to argue with that. <laughs> with the story. Go to Walmart and see if you can buy sugar right now. The story that... I read was that there's places that sell white sugar for baking are running out of it. So what are you talking about? It's manufactured in Tabor. Small businesses across Western Canada depend on the sugar and, and are struggling with the shortage. Okay. All right. Well, we'll... Don't I worry. don't get it because the because cane sugar is done in in uh, Vancouver. Remember cane when Jimmy look white? Remember when Jimmy would only drink that terrible booze because it was bane, uh, beet Made sugar Tabor or something? Yeah, yeah, and it was awful. It was like Isn't the worst. cane sugar way better for you? Yeah, than processed sugar. I believe so. White sugar is beet not, uh, not sugar. It's bleached. Look at it. Says it's. Um, According to the Canadian, why are we spending so much time on this? Jimmy, what they, are you doing? They produce... It's uh, Friday. They're saying cane sugar, and it's what they use in baking and everything. 
Okay, let, let's but, move on. And they refine it in Vancouver, Toronto, and Montreal. All right. But beet sugar. The, nobody know. uses beet sugar. Not to, enough talking. <laughs> you damn coffee. You don't. Enough talking <laughs> from him today. Welcome to the locker room. We have a guest in studio, Grant Johnson. We do. This is fun. Don, what's your last name again? Dombrowski. Dombrowski. Now, we have been in touch with you, I think it was last year, to help promote your, your Christmas light display. That's correct. Yeah, awesome. If you actually, um, if you're watching this on video, we got a... We got a little bit of a display on the screen here. Look at that. Look at that house, Greg. Yeah, that's your house? <laughs> yeah. And so how many Christmas bulbs do you have on that thing? Uh, inside and out this year, about 135,000. Wow. And that's up from last year, Don? Yes, it is. Okay. Last year, you did it for your brother-in-law, right, Larry? That's correct. And Larry and you used to uh, go out of your way to put this, this display together, and then you lost Larry recently, last couple of years, to ALS, right? That's correct. Okay. Now, you won an award for your display last year. Yes, we did. Okay. is Are they doing the same thing again this year, Direct Energy? Yes, they are. Okay. So are you in the draw for that? Uh, not as of yet, but okay. I think but, we'll enter again. Okay. So that probably helps out because I imagine with how many hundreds of thousands of light bulbs, you need a little help with the power bill. Did they give you a break on the power bill? Uh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> they got to <laughs> No, we're like everybody else. We don't get a break on anything, even from the city. So, um, Did you get a bit of a... Uh, uh, you turned it into a fundraiser, too, but... Uh, you guys got a lot of food donations for the food bank, right? Over the last few years, yeah, we've been doing reasonably good. Okay, so when people come down, you encourage them to bring something for the food bank or also for ALS, right? That's you take correct. Ca- cash donations, you guys got QR codes and whatnot down there? Absolutely. Okay, awesome. So um, when are you up and running? Is it now? In about eight hours. Okay, so tonight you're tonight. going live. Okay, nice. Okay, so we'll have to make our way down there. And you're open until when? Six till 10 p.m. nightly. We kind of want to not piss our neighbors off too much. That's a good That's point. That's fair, yeah. 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 Can, no one can sleep on the block with all the lights on. Pretty well. <laughs> when you plug it in tonight, that's when my power will surge, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when I run my Sears blender from 1959. <laughs> Sucks all the power out of the neighborhood. All the lights go down in Belgravia. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, listen, we appreciate you coming down. And, and do you, this is one of those weird times uh, where we can actually give out your address because we're encouraging yeah. people to come see this display if they haven't in the past, right? That's right. Okay, what's your address, brother? Uh, 4220 124 Avenue. Alright, so go check it out. We've got uh, a video that we'll post as well that gives a, a quick little look at at uh, Don's Christmas display. How long, does cool. that, how long does it take you to set that up there, Don? Uh, even with the fishing season, we add more every year. It's about 320 hours outside. <laughs> and then the girls take months inside. So when you actually come to the house, you can Look inside from outside and see what we got going on in there as well. Oh, good for you, man. Yeah. This is awesome. Very cool. I like stories like this because uh, times are tough right now, and there's mm-hmm. lots of lots of things and reasons why we we can be uh, not not grateful. Um, but this is this is one of those things. So I appreciate this. You're bringing a little bit of light into our lives, Don. All right, thanks for coming down, brother. Thank you. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. If you feel like drinking now, you're not alone. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.